Hello and welcome back to another episode of Chaotic Queens. I am Queen Mahalia and with me is... Queen Abia. Woo! Yeah, we're back with another episode. Um, let's start it off with our chaotic thing. Abia, what, what's going on in your life? I was trying this whole like time before we started our podcast to think of something chaotic that happened this week that didn't have to do with school. And I think that's my chaotic thing. I literally it just all I do is school. There's like nothing else I do. I cannot think for, for the life of me of something chaotic that's happened outside of school. Like when I'm not at school, I'm just like in my room or I'm like going to Starbucks to try and do something with my day. <laughs> To be like, I went outside, but all I did was just order Starbucks. <laughs> that counts, though. Like, that's all I do. It's house. like, I left my house. Like, yeah. the only purpose of me of going to Starbucks is just so I can leave my house. <laughs> I, like, think of all these places. But, yeah, it's just really boring, and I'm losing my mind. And it's, yeah, I just, I hate it. I feel like I'm, what am I doing, you know? Well, that is the question. anyways yeah my life is essentially chaotic how about you (laughs) mine is too in the sense that this week we had two days off um due to you know the um, mlk day and then the inauguration which we'll talk about um and so that meant that all of my classes except for um my French classes and one of my discussions for another lecture class. So not even the lecture. So it's been a very disjointed week. And I keep thinking that certain days are other days and I'm just all confused. Um, But I do enjoy having, having had the two days off. That's nice. And I think we should do that all the time. (laughs) Yeah. It's like so weird because I only had two classes this entire week. Yeah. It went really, really slow, but also really fast because it's already Friday. I I didn't know what to do with myself. I was really just in my room all day, just like, I have work, but it's not pressing work, and I won't do it if it's not <laughs> pressing <Exactly>. work. <sighs> I'll make it pressing by waiting. Exactly. That's 100% me. Um, <laughs> well, because yesterday felt like a Monday um because it was the day after a day off so I thought it was a Monday but it was Thursday so then today feels like a Tuesday but it's a Friday um so it's just a whole it's a whole thing things are happening so something I want to talk about since I edited the podcast last week was driver's license because we did actually listen to it this time and I really love it I really think it's good. I get the hype. I get why the girlies are going crazy over it. I think it's a really cute song. Um, The lyrics are cute, but also just like the melody of itself. It's just really nice. I like listening to it when I'm in the car, funny enough, um, because it is driver's license. (laughs) So yeah, and I'm so happy for her. And I also found out too that she's, I think the first Asian American to be at number one because she is half Filipino. Shout out to the Filipinos out there. I think all of them can sing. Yeah, I'm really happy for her. And she was also the m- most streamed artist for one day. And yeah, most yeah, single was, day streams. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm so happy for her. Good for her. And she's 17 years old. I have accomplished nothing. <laughs> you also weren't cast on a Disney show. 
So she was I set wish. up for it. I, oh my God. I wish I always <laughs> like to, I always think about why didn't my parents make me a child actor? Why? <laughs> oh, you Life could have been so different. <laughs> Life would have been so different. Yeah. I really like the song. Um, I enjoyed, I feel like it's, it's got that like kind of ballad almost kind of verses and then the chorus feels like a stadium design like it's like designed for a stadium um like she's belting it there's big kind of instrumental like sweeping instrumentals um that I feel like would make it really awesome to hear live in a stadium context and I'm really excited to see what she does next like if she comes out with a, a an EP or a full album she's really talented and good for her so this week we also want to talk about some tv shows we've been enjoying so we have um bling empire uh which is on netflix and then wandavision on disney plus so abia is itching to talk about bling empire so bling empire is so good it's so good oh my god i found out about the show because i was watching bretman rock's story (laughs) And he started watching it. And I was like, that looks like an interesting show. And I saw it on Netflix. And I was like, I'm gonna watch it. It is so crazy. It's basically crazy rich Asians. Obviously, it's a real it's a reality TV show. That's the premise of the the show. But it's based on crazy rich Asians in LA, like real, like rich. <laughs> like really rich like they're insanely rich they're old money rich and they're also trust fund baby rich so yeah they're not like self-made rich there is one guy who I love who's self-made rich is he like the outcast anyways yes he is he is outcast he's (laughs) he was like um he was born in Philadelphia and he became a model and then that's how he met all these other rich people and it's insane, like the lives they live and the drama. It's so <laughs> superficial and it's so dumb and I love it so much. It's like keeping up with the Kardashians, but better. Sorry, I like love keeping up with the Kardashians, but it's like crazy. All the stuff happening are crazy. I'm making everyone watch it. Mahalia has to watch it. It's so good. If you liked Crazy Rich Asians, the movie, like this is on another level like real life on another level <laughs> I'll have to watch Anyways, it yeah, I haven't watched it I I finished it I started oh. it <laughs> yesterday <laughs> I finished it <laughs> today it's so good there's only eight episodes and I think they're like around 30 to 40 minutes each so it's not that long standard yeah it's so, do you hate rich it's people so now even more or what what's your thoughts I don't hate rich, like, well, eat the rich, you know? Yes, exactly. But it's just the, it's mean. just the entertainment of it all. It's so <laughs> chaotic. And I don't know. It's just so interesting. You know, I don't like supporting the Kardashians. They have no talent. But like watching their lives on TV <laughs> is just so funny. And the things that they say, it's so like quotable like I just I love it like I sent Mahalia a snap last night of this girl who talked about going to the beach she hates the beach she hates the water she hates the sand but she was like I need content for Instagram that's me 
So, it really is you. <laughs> it really is. I <laughs> so I can relate to these people. <laughs> and your millions of dollars, that too. I'm kidding. I don't have that kind of money, but it's just crazy <laughs> how much money they have and what they spend it on. You'd think this is like a fantasy, like it's not real, but it's 100% real. Like they're doing this, they're spending this money. It's crazy. Yeah. Which well, also I'm thinking about like, why would you advertise that on like TV? Cause I'd be like, I mean, they have bodyguards, I'm sure, but you know, mm-hmm. your wealth is just like out there for everyone to see that's, now. That's a good Now point. they know you shut down rodeo drive for your party oh my god that's horrifying no one it's crazy it's crazy they're like old money rich like generations money rich (laughs) yeah that yeah no thanks although i would like the money but that's intense it's just so fun to watch you have to watch it one of the families has a baby and he's so adorable it's his name is baby g and he's like he's like he's like so chubby and squishy and he's so cute but it's also like he's gonna grow up to be one of them so he's cute now (laughs) he's cute now he doesn't know anything no babies know nothing they're dumb They are. <laughs> and we should say it. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know. No. Babies don't listen to this podcast. Anyways, another show that we both watched was WandaVision. And I personally wasn't planning on watching it because I didn't really like their relationship in the Avengers movies. I was like, they're the least interesting characters. <laughs> I do not care for them. I'm sorry, but I just decided to watch it because I had nothing else to watch. And I was surprised at how intrigued I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with you. I think we've even, we've made fun of it existing plenty of times. And I think maybe even on this podcast because yeah, yeah, Wanda and Vision are not like, I don't care about them. (laughs) I've never cared about them. Um, But I think the storyline is interesting and so now I'm like I'm invested in it for the story because there's some intrigue there's there's a mystery I mean it's a mystery for the viewer as well as for the characters um like what's really going like clearly there's something kind of going on here um because on the surface level it's very boring and cliched because it's drawing on a lot of um old sitcoms and those like setups so at first I was like I was watching it and thinking to myself you know, like, like, what is, why am I watching this? When are we going to get to the point? Um, but then uh, you, you kind of understand that there's, there's something deeper going on and it's intriguing. And we've, we have theorized the crap out of this show. <laughs> yes. We got two episodes in the third episode just came out today and we have all these theories. We have all these like ideas of what's going to happen. It kind of creeped me out. Like the yeah, second episode, yeah. yeah, we were talking about how like creepy it was. I like mm-hmm. got scared. I was watching it at night and I was like, oh my God, like what is happening? So that's like, I don't want to spoil anything that's happening, but it is, it's actually interesting because we don't know what's going to happen. And I, I know it's like a marketing 
thing to not release all the episodes at once so then everyone can like come up with these conspiracies and start talking about it and stuff like that but I really wish that we had all the episodes oh 100 (laughs) percent. because I hate having to wait every Friday to watch it especially because the episodes are so short can we talk about how long the credits are like the credits like when you go on Disney plus it'll say it's oh it's like 30 minutes it's like 38 minutes and stuff like that but the credits that includes the credits which is like seven minutes it's so long I had heard I had heard someone say that they were supposed to get longer with each episode but I looked at Disney plus today and the next one's 33 minutes and the previous one was 37 so they're not getting longer and I really wish that those seven minutes were not devoted to the credits because that's a long time. And it is a long time. Yeah. Not to say like these people shouldn't be credited, but oh, like, course. why is it so long? Right. The content should be uh, adjusted in consideration, yes. I think. Yeah. Um, like the yeah. first episode, it felt like 25 minutes. I was like, it's already done. Like, because it, it was, it was 20, yeah. was it 23? If there's seven yeah. minutes of credits, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy. I could, we kept, we were watching it like, oh, maybe there's an end credit scene. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what I thought too. I like scrolled on the bar to like see yeah, if there was an credit scene because that's like a Marvel thing, but there yeah. wasn't. Well, we have so many theories. I don't know, maybe we shouldn't get into them now. But like, you know, talk about we it ha- after. Yes, we do. We do have our ideas. We don't want to, you know, spoil anything. But I do. I do want to know, like, on record, like, if it, if it, if we're actually right, like, that'll be crazy. Yes. After the first two episodes. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, the two episodes have been out for a week. So do you want to say what our theory, like, our theory that it's that she's okay so cover your ears if you don't want to get spoiled if you haven't watched the first two episodes so our theory because the second episode so far it ended on a beekeeper which by the way very creepy he came out of the the sewer Ooh. and he looked he looked straight into the camera like you can't even yeah, see his face yeah. and you know he's, he's looking in straight shadow into the camera. in black and white yeah mm. and that was so so creepy and then there's the whole thing with like her scene color mm-hmm. and then there's the other thing of like the radio calling mm-hmm. Wanda like who like where are you or like some like what was it yeah yeah he said uh who's who doing you? this to you or yeah who's, who's doing, doing this, this to you? you or something like yeah. that yeah oh my god that and creeped me out so much yeah voice of that I've learned is voiced by Randall Park who played the um probation officer in ant-man and that like that in that series in the marvel universe so do not remember he's that. a lot but still but the point being though that he's like regular person law enforcement so like okay. why is he contacting her right like he doesn't have anything to do with the superheroes so why is it him and who's contacting her <gasps> we are enthralled yeah well and then also like the episodes always end with like them panning out to like a tv and like someone basically watching mm-hmm. this show and yeah. so the idea is that we think like this is this is happening in wanda's brain like she's facing like some difficulty after you know wish vision died really <laughs> um, after vision died i forgot and <laughs> He died twice in those movies. He died twice, and I didn't even remember. 
That's how much we don't care. Yes, but we think like she's going through this post-traumatic kind of thing happening, but someone's like controlling her from the outside. We also had a theory based off of the radio thing where he says, who's doing this to you? Yes. We're thinking maybe she's being controlled and she's doing bad things for some sort of unknown bad guy and they're keeping her like consciousness in this dream world where everything's perfect and she's with vision and he's not dead and he's giving her a baby like not really a spoiler I mean it's kind of a spoiler but whatever so that's our theory too is that maybe she's actually doing bad things and so some good guy is trying to get to her in her dream and say who's doing this to you what's wrong like what's going on because that's she's a good guy Yes, yes. Well, like in the show, in the show, she's like also using her powers. So like, what if she's using her powers in that show for like, you know, these are good things that she's doing, you know, but what if outside of that, she's actually using her powers in that moment, like doing bad things in the same but it's being moment masked as like good things. Yes, that's oh what I'm thinking, god. right? Oh, my god. So yeah, so we're we're excited to watch the rest of the show. It's I think it's airing through March fifth. It'll be a weekly show that we watch. So in other news, uh, today actually on Friday we got uh, the news of Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid's baby's name. It's uh, Kai spelled K H A I, and we love this name, and it means uh, crowned in Arabic, and um, it's also a tribute to Gigi's grandmother, whose name was uh, Kyria, spelled like K-H-A-I-R-I-A. So it's kind of a, you know, it melds their two cultures and traditions. So it's really sweet. Yeah, I thought that was cute. She didn't make like a formal announcement or anything. She just put it in the bio of her Instagram, which I think was really subtle and cute. Yeah, Yeah, I like the name. Yeah, me too. I think it's really sweet. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they went with something that has meaning for them and isn't just and like also normal. A no- yeah, <laughs> and it's a normal name. And I think it works for girls too. I don't know if I've ever known a, uh, a girl to be named Kai, especially with the H. I've never seen it spelled that way. But like I've known boy Kais, but um, I think it works. I think it's cute. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. Yeah, congrats to them. So the next thing that, you know, the biggest thing that happened this week, it's the reason why we didn't have a lot of school because school canceled for Wednesday because it was inauguration day. Woo-woo. And, you know, we're, we're happy about that. We have a new president. We sponsored him. We did. We manifested <laughs> it. Remember? Yes. Yes, we did. And it was fun. I watched the, the, the swearing in of everything and yeah there's just a lot of talk about the outfits that was one of the big things that people were were commenting on which was great I love the outfits and also the Bernie memes (laughs) yes yes we loved um was it Michelle Obama's outfit I think I love Michelle Obama's outfit like a goddess she looks so good she looked great 
I love coats. I love all of the fancy lady, like, <laughs> you know, coats. fancy coats. They, I feel, I had the thought that I feel like that is like to American events, what those big hats are to the British events. Like we have yeah. expertly tailored coats and they have like the expertly tailored hats. And I think that most of the coats there were a real serve. Like <laughs> they, regardless of, of politics, because it always makes me feel funky when I see like people people on liberal Twitter, like, wow, what a queen. I'm like, okay. But I think that Michelle Obama really looked good. And Kamala, she, when she came out, like I saw her walking through the, the Capitol before she was like announced and came out onto the platform. And I said out loud, I was like, she looks really good. <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she does she did look so great yeah I love the Bernie memes they're so good they're so funny I hope like it's kind of dragging on now because it's been a while I I think by like a couple of days it should die down yeah well it's been two days yeah well everyone is like photoshopping bernie sitting in the chair he with his little mittens on (laughs) (laughs) into every situation and it's just the funniest thing i love how he's just fully overtaking the whole fact that we have a new president (laughs) which by the way oh my god yes the president our current president now is doing great things by the way policy wise he we're we're being um, brought back into the Paris climate agreement. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then also the so World much. Health Organization, like immediately as soon as like, you know, got got to work. Yeah, day one, you know, mask mandates. I heard that he's planning to implement a thing where you have to quarantine if you come to the U.S., which is like, yeah. why is this just happening? But he he said that like his administration made a statement saying like they've inherited nothing. There was no plan in place from Trump. No. I mean, we knew that, but like to hear it is another thing. Um, there's absolutely no plan in place, despite also the fact that the Obama administration left him a pandemic or epidemic yes. readiness handbook yes. that was not used at all. So no, didn't they get rid of it? Yeah, well, they got rid of the, the, the planning force. Yeah, I think they probably yeah. threw out the yeah. calendar too. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's it's refreshing to I see. I think that's like- But scary. That's like the perfect example of like karma, you know? It's like, of course, when you throw away a pandemic response team, there yeah. would be a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? It's not just that, but also the- the guidebook was thrown out so like yeah. even if they were to say oh well we got rid of the 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 task force like we disbanded it but we had the mm-hmm. guidebook so we're going to use other resources to follow the guidebook that's not what they did uh-huh. they just did the whole thing just all gone and we're now at four hundred thousand people are dead probably going to get to at least half a million it's horrifying <laughs> so we're glad to have an it's, adult in the room uh, making decisions. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a fun day, inauguration day. I was also keeping track of Chrissy Teigen's tweets because um, <laughs> she was posting a 
lot in her hotel room about how, you know, she's outside watching and waiting, you know, and sharing all this stuff. And I thought that was really cute. She was just like, you know, like that was, that's what I would do in that moment. <laughs> I would just be like trying to make something exciting out of this moment, but like all the roads were blocked. So it's just empty and you have nothing to do. She was even like, I'm so bored. I'm like waiting for my kids to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was cute. That was yeah. cute. I thought John did a great job in his performance too. So that was nice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch like the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it. It was good. I thought I thought it was well produced. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the, there was this concert um in the evening that was I forget what they exactly called. It. I think it was called Celebrating America or something to that effect. Um. And I thought it was really well done. They had there was a mixture of speakers and kind of uh, presentations by folks that have been involved with the Biden campaign, like the kid. Um, who spoke as a Democratic convention, who Joe Biden had spoke to on the campaign trail because they both suffer from a stutter. And he did a great job. And he read this part of a JFK speech so brilliantly. It was it was really moving. But yeah, it also featured musical performances um, and it was hosted by Tom Hanks. Uh, and and uh, Kamala spoke, Kamala and Joe um, both had speeches as part of it in and around the Lincoln Memorial, which also made me miss GW. <laughs> like we should have been there, you know? Um, we should have been there. We should have been there for the inauguration. I mean, it it's painful. Um, it's like the one thing, you know? It's the one thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Only at GW doesn't exist anymore. It really doesn't. But yeah, and the afterwards, because I, I watched it on um, through the MSNBC channel feed and uh afterwards they had joy reed on as a you know she's one of their presenters um and she you know they were talking about the contrast between the trump's inauguration and you know the lack of celebrities there and then all of these celebrities coming out to support joe biden's administration and making appearances and all that um and she made the point that republicans don't have the culture like democrats have the culture and how it seemed like it, it always seems like Republicans are really upset about that. Like they, the last time they had the culture was with Ronald Reagan, who was, you know, a movie star before he was the president. And, you know, he's a very famous Republican president. So they, that was kind of like their last hurrah. Like, you know, the culture is no longer John Wayne and kind of these traditional Republican type entertainers and content and like Hollywood hates Republicans, you know? And so she made this, this excellent, I'm, of course I'm butchering it, but this really, this thoughtful point that the Republicans are just really bitter that they don't have the culture anymore. Like none of, nothing that's high culture and art in our society supports the Republicans. And I mean, Donald Trump was a reality star, but that's not the same thing, you know? And he always craved the respect of Hollywood and he just absolutely lost it, as did the whole Republican Party. And it's really something because I think that, you know, they try to create their own stars. I mean, as does the Democratic Party, but it's it's not the same thing. Like who did like at Trump's inauguration, who was who like I can't I think the piano guys were there. Like there was nobody of note there. And 
it's just it's 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 fascinating to see them just so upset about it and like what they're willing to do to to try to get it back and fail it's just it's really interesting that is interesting I never thought about that yeah I hadn't either but I thought it was a really good really good point there's boring (laughs) (laughs) well it's interesting I was talking to someone about this like it's interesting to think about how much like it's changed like public opinion to the Republican Party because I remember growing up like I was never really into politics of course growing up because I was little I didn't really understand anything but I don't really remember like this much like open hatred towards another party I always thought of it as like they were just they were just two separate parties you know and people accept other people's political opinions but like I think it's gone like so far you know where I don't know there's just dislike to the party well i think because the republicans have fully thrown themselves behind donald trump yeah and it's no longer i mean there's there's an argument that there was no soul to the party for a long time but it's it's not really even close to being two equal parties anymore because they're just they've supported just all of his horribleness at every turn and they've they've had so many opportunities to deflect and to get away from him and they haven't and that's a crisis for them i mean i've hated the republican party since i was a child because i was the president of the exxon bush club opposed to the iraq war uh i was like four so shout out to my fellow members um yeah (laughs) but i mean i grew up in a household that hated george bush so I grew up around that, so that shaped my politics, certainly, but I just, there's no, (laughs) there's nothing left. I think there was some Republicans who tried in 2016 when they were running against Donald Trump to call him out, like Lindsey Graham's tweet that's now infamous that says, like, you know, if we, if we nominate Donald Trump, we will get crushed and we will deserve it. It's something along those lines. And everyone kind of quote tweets him now because now he's like Trump's lackey. He will do anything for Trump. And it's it's like, you know, throwing holding up this mirror to him and saying, like, what are you talking about? Like you back in back in 2016, you were against him and here you are. Like they've even the former dissidents have just so completely fallen into line. And he's not he's not in power anymore. And they're still behind him. And I think it's because they don't have anything left. Like there's nothing else. You know, who else do they have but Trump? I mean, he's made it that yeah. way. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, as always, we've been Abia and Mahalia. And if you'd like to follow the pod on social media, our Twitter is at Queens Chaotic and our Instagram is at Chaotic Queens Pod. Bye. Bye.